The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. In 2017, 56 million people died around the world. That's more than 153,000 deaths each and every day. Think of all the billions of people who have ever lived. Was there any purpose for their lives? Will they have a future hope? We've all lost loved ones and friends to death. We mourn their loss and honor their memory. Several nations set aside a day to remember those who sacrificed their lives for their countries. The United States observes Memorial Day on the last Monday of May. The United Kingdom observes Remembrance Sunday on the Sunday nearest to November 11th, reflecting the ending of World War I. Canada observes Remembrance Day on November 11th. And France also observes Armistice Day on November 11th. On April 25th, New Zealand and Australia remember their war dead on Anzac Day. Millions have sacrificed their lives for their countries. Many of those who died in military service were only in their 20s or younger. Will they ever live again? Atheists believe there is no future for the dead. Some religious people believe that they may be reincarnated as a dog or a cat. Others believe they have an immortal soul that will either go to heaven or hell when they die. What is the truth? Your Bible gives the truth about life after death, and it's quite different from the common belief of atheists, agnostics, and even the vast majority of religious people. What is the truth? Is there life after death? Is there any hope for your deceased loved ones? Is there any hope for the dead? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to you all. Around the world, 386,000 babies were born on January 1st, 2018. That's according to the United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund, UNICEF. Of that number, more than 69,000 were born in India, more than 44,000 in China, and more than 11,000 in the United States. That adds up to more than 140 million new births in a year. But how many will survive to live long and productive lives? UNICEF reports, quote, Over the past two decades, the world has seen unprecedented progress in child survival, having the number of children worldwide who die before their fifth birthday to 5.6 million in 2016. But despite these advances, there has been slower progress for newborns. Babies dying the first month account for 46% of all deaths among children under five, end of quote. Here at Tomorrow's World, we know that each individual is important in the eyes of Almighty God. As life goes on, many die in tragic accidents or from violence or disease. We read about a promising young high school student or university student killed in an auto accident caused by a drunk driver. Even a young child has been killed in his own home by a random drive-by shooting. Millions of young men and women have lost their lives in military service. 
many before age 30, and some even before age 20. And millions of children die even younger than five years of age. We mourn over their graves and wonder about their future. What happens when we die? Do we disappear into nothingness? Or is there really life after death? On today's program, we'll answer that question. And we'll be offering you an inspiring free booklet titled, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This booklet will give you comfort and encouragement from your own Bible. And it will give you hope for the future. There is hope for your deceased loved ones. Be sure to write down the address and phone number to order your free copy. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. What do most people believe about life after death? Can we really know what happens after death? Or must we accept traditional beliefs and educated guesses? The Pew Research Center reported in its 2014 Religious Landscape Study that 72% of Americans believe in heaven, defined as a place where people who have lived good lives are eternally rewarded. The study found that just 58% believe in hell. Pew found that among religiously affiliated Americans, 82% believe in heaven, and that just 37% of nuns, atheists, agnostics, and people who say their religion is nothing in particular, believe in heaven, while just 27% believe in hell. On what do these Americans base their beliefs? What the Bible teaches is quite different from traditional beliefs. You may be surprised. There are two chapters in your Bible that clearly explain our real hope and our future after death. 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, and 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. If you have your Bible, turn first to 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 13. The Apostle Paul wants us to know the truth about the resurrection. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. This is a very important passage. First of all, notice that the Apostle Paul refers to death as a sleep. He does not describe dead Christians as being active or alive in heaven. They are asleep or dead until the coming of Christ, the second coming. Read this in your own Bible. Now let's continue in verse 16. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first that we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Notice again that the resurrection takes place at Christ's second coming, as it says in verse 16, with the trumpet of God. That's the last trumpet, the seventh trumpet described in the book of Revelation. Notice also, this is very important, the same verse, verse 16, and the dead in Christ will rise first. True Christians who have died are not resurrected until Christ returns. That is what all genuine Christians look forward to. The resurrection is the hope of a Christian. 
1 Corinthians 15 and 1 Thessalonians 4 reveal that faithful Christians will be in the first general resurrection when Christ returns. He has not returned yet, but that day is fast approaching. My friends, let's understand. There are three general resurrections described in the Bible. We'll continue with our discussion of those resurrections later in the program. But first, I'd like to offer you our amazing free booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? Is There Life After Death? This booklet will answer that question from the Bible and will give you the inspiring truth concerning the multitudes of people now in their graves. What will happen to the billions of human beings who have never known the true God? What will happen to those who have never accepted any form of Christianity? Are they doomed to burn in hell? The surprising truth of your Bible gives hope for the masses of humanity and some of your relatives and friends that were supposedly lost forever. You need this booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This free booklet will give you the biblical references about the White Throne Judgment and the Resurrections. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free booklet on salvation. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531 or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org With this offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues and be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. In the first part of our program, we saw that the Bible refers to death as a sleep. We saw that the very hope of a Christian is the promised resurrection from the dead. At one time, the Apostle Paul was being judged and examined by the Jerusalem Sanhedrin. You can read about this confrontation in Acts 23. Acts 23, verse 6. But when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other were Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am being judged. Was Paul saying that he would go to heaven when he died? Absolutely not. Paul was looking forward to the resurrection from the dead at the return of Christ. Read it in your own Bible. In the book of Philippians, the Apostle Paul spoke of his faith in Christ and his future goal of the resurrection. Philippians 3, verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. My friends, as shocking as it may sound, the Bible teaches that when one dies, he or she remains dead until the resurrection. The Apostle Paul did not say, if by any means I may attain to heaven the moment I die. Notice that Paul refers to deceased Christians as those who sleep in Jesus 
in 1 Thessalonians 4.14, as we previously read. Sleep is used here as a metaphor for death. But surely there must be some sinners right now being tormented in an ever-burning hellfire? The shocking answer, as we'll see, is absolutely not. You need to study this subject for yourself. Let's understand one important truth. We do not already have immortality. It is a gift from God. Just read Romans 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice that the scripture does not state the wages of sin is immortal life in hellfire. The wages of sin is not immortal life, but death, the absence of life. If you already have an immortal soul, if you already have eternal life, then you don't need it as a gift from God. My friends, a soul can die. The prophet Ezekiel tells us that in Ezekiel 18, verse 4. The soul who sins shall die. The Hebrew word for soul is nephesh, which means physical or natural life. The same word nephesh also refers to animal life in Genesis 1, verse 21. Now, what does the New Testament tell us about souls? Turn in your Bible to Matthew 10, verse 28, where Jesus is speaking. Matthew 10, verse 28. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell or Gehenna fire. Do you believe your Bible? Do you believe what Jesus said? God is able to destroy, yes, destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Now, the Bible does teach that there is a human spirit, the spirit in man mentioned in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11 for example, but that is not an immortal soul. There are many other scriptures to demonstrate that one does not have an immortal soul. As God inspired the prophet Ezekiel to state, the soul whose sin shall die. Our sin has earned us, you and me, the death penalty. But God sent his son to pay that penalty so we can be reconciled to God, redeemed by God, forgiven by God. Now we can walk in a new way of life and have a new relationship with our Creator. Faithful Christians will be in the first resurrection. The first general resurrection from the dead is to immortal life. This is the resurrection that takes place when Christ returns. God will give faithful Christians the awesome gift of eternal, immortal life at that time. The Bible shows there's an order to the resurrections. Christ's individual resurrection is an example for all of us. But when does the first general resurrection take place? 1 Corinthians 15, verse 21. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, afterward those who are Christ at his coming. So as we've seen, the first resurrection takes place at the second coming of Christ. That hasn't happened yet. Will you be in that resurrection? If you genuinely belong to Jesus Christ at that time, you will be in the first resurrection. It's called a better resurrection in Hebrews 11, verse 35. Why? Because it's a resurrection to eternal life and immortality. The first general resurrection from the dead is a transformation to glory, immortality, and eternal life. 
It's the time when the saints, faithful Christians, will inherit the earth and rule with Christ on this earth for a thousand years as kings and priests, as it tells us in Revelation 5, verse 10. Yes, faithful saints and Christians who died are waiting in their graves. But what happens to the billions of humans who never converted to Christianity? Are they burning in hell right now? We'll answer that question in the next part of our program. But I'd like to give you another opportunity to request our inspiring free publication, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? My friends, your Bible reveals that every human being will have his or her genuine opportunity for salvation. Billions of deceased people have never even heard the name of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the only name by which they can be saved, as it tells us in Acts 4, verse 12. You need this vital booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free, eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This free booklet will give you the biblical references about the white throne judgment, future salvation, and the resurrections. Just ask for the booklet on salvation. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. We thank God that He has an awesome plan of salvation. But what happens to the billions of humans who never converted to Christianity? Are they burning in hell right now? No. Your Bible teaches that everyone who has died, with the exception of Jesus Christ, is still dead. Those people who never had their minds open to true Christianity will be in the white throne judgment. They will be in the second general resurrection. This is a resurrection to a lifetime of judgment, and it's a resurrection to physical life. Revelation 19 describes the return of Jesus Christ. He and his heavenly armies conquer all those who fight him in his coming. Satan is bound up for a thousand years, and the glorified, resurrected, immortalized saints will rule with Christ here on this earth for one thousand years. Revelation 20, verse 4. And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Then we read a parenthetical statement. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. Who are the rest of the dead? People still in their graves throughout history who are not in the first resurrection. Notice what is revealed about the first resurrection in Revelation 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. The first resurrection, as it's called, is for the saints, faithful Christians. But if there's a first resurrection, there's also a second resurrection. That second general resurrection is also called the white throne judgment. The second general resurrection takes place after the millennium, after the thousand years. The famous historian Edward Gibbon 
pointed out that the first century church believed in the millennial rule of Christ on earth and the great general resurrection after the millennium. Here's what he wrote in The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. The ancient and popular doctrine of the millennium was intimately connected with the second coming of Christ. As the works of the creation had been finished in six days, their duration and their present state according to a tradition which was attributed to the prophet Elijah was fixed to 6,000 years. By the same analogy, it was inferred that this long period of labor and contention, which was now almost elapsed, would be succeeded by a joyful Sabbath of a thousand years, and that Christ, with a triumphant band of the saints and the elect, who had escaped death or who had been miraculously revived, would reign upon earth till the time appointed for the last and general resurrection. That's from Volume 1, Chapter 15, page 403. Turn in your Bible to Revelation, the 20th chapter. Revelation 20, verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. This is the second general resurrection, a resurrection to physical life, not immortal life. And books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The Greek word for books is Biblia. The good news is that the books, or the Bible, are open to the understanding of the masses of people for the first time. The book of life is finally open to those resurrected in the white throne judgment, as we see in Revelation 20, verse 12. This will be their first opportunity to really learn the truth. This is not a second chance, as some may like to call it. All human beings will be held accountable for their actions and thoughts. But this will be the first time for many to see their sins. They'll have the opportunity to repent of their sins and accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. In the White Throne Judgment, billions of humans will be resurrected to physical life, and for the first time, they will have their minds open to the Bible and the awesome reality of God's truth. Our free booklet covers more in this subject than we have time for on this program. It's titled, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? There's hope for some of your relatives and friends whom you may be thought were lost forever. You need to understand God's plan of salvation and the White Throne Judgment. You can read more about this awesome period of time in this inspiring booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This free booklet will give the biblical references for your study of the resurrections and the White Throne Judgment a future time of salvation for billions of people now in their graves. Just ask for the booklet on salvation. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531 or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org With this offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine 
full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. On today's program, we've seen that there is wonderful hope for the dead. The faithful saints are waiting their graves for the return of Jesus Christ and the first general resurrection. The first general resurrection from the dead is to immortal life. The second general resurrection is the resurrection to physical life in the white throne judgment. This is the hope of billions of people who have been blinded to the truth of salvation. They never had a genuine opportunity for salvation. We expect that the vast majority will repent and accept Jesus Christ as their Savior and His shed blood for the forgiveness of their sins. God is a God of mercy, but He is also a God of justice. Sadly, there will be individuals who reject God's grace and salvation. They will refuse to repent of their sins and accept the sacrifice of Christ. Some have already become incorrigibly evil. But God will not allow human beings to suffer for all eternity in a state of bitterness, hate, and rebellion. He will destroy them in the lake of fire. Notice this sobering statement in Revelation 21, verse 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The third resurrection is to eternal punishment and destruction in the lake of fire. This is the second death, as we just read in Revelation 20, verse 8. This is the second death from which there is no resurrection. God is just. He states in Hebrews 10, verse 30, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. The wicked will be tormented as they stand before the lake of fire. Then all the wicked will be cast into the lake of fire and burned up. They will live no longer. As it states in Romans 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, that's eternal death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God has an awesome plan for all humanity. His plan is sure and wonderful. Everyone, including non-Christians, will have a genuine opportunity to respond to the true gospel, to surrender to their Savior, Jesus Christ, and to be a part of God's family for all eternity. If you feel that God is calling you now to commit your life to Christ and the teachings of the Bible, call the number that will appear on your screen, and one of our representatives will be happy to meet with you and talk with you at your convenience. Be sure to request our free eye-opening booklet, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? This free booklet will give you more information than we've had time for on this program, and it will give you hope for your deceased loved ones whom some may have judged as being lost. Yes, my friends, your Bible reveals that there is hope for the dead. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World or watch us online at any time. Gerald Weston, Wallace Smith, and I as well as our guest presenter, Rod McNair, will continue to share with you the inspiring teachings of Jesus Christ, the encouraging good news of the coming kingdom of God, 
and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.